Cheers. Cheers. And <laughs> welcome to the mini episode of The, the Dark, Dark Multiverse, Multiverse of Stephen King. King. God. <laughs> Our little Friday thing where we do not talk about a Stephen King book and movie or TV show or series or whatever. But we talk about all the stuff happening around the Kingiverse. Yeah. Kingiverse. Kingiverse. Uh, the movies are getting made or cast or whatever. I got a lot of short, interesting things to I love talk it. about this time around. Bring it on. First. This is where Brad surprises me, yeah, and, and I love this. No I'm like, I get to talk about Because I love surprises. I'm a woman. Yeah. We, we, and, we and, need compliments, shoes, and surprises. That's what we need. And in well, that order. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm giving you everything except shoes. Oh, that's true. I don't have shoes on. Shoes. I don't yeah. wear shoes in bed, and we're yeah, in my bed. That's where so. we always are. Yeah. So this, uh, first, do you happen to remember a, well, you probably don't, Cycle of the Werewolf? Does that mean anything no, I, to you? No, I've heard of it, but I've never read well, it. Or way spent... back in 1983, King wrote, I guess you'd call it a short novel or a long novella. There was actually a series of short stories stuck together about a town in New England that was being stalked by a werewolf. And each story is a different month. You know, when the, the full moon it happens thing. again and it happens again. I love and it. Ultimately, you find out which of the locals is the werewolf. And, oh, really? Uh, and he is captured, conquered, killed, all that stuff. So we know all the characters, yeah. and then one of Except, them is the yeah, guilty party. Yeah, right. It's, it's kind of a whodunit. In a way I love it. What's interesting is this was never published as exactly a short story. It was given to Bernie Wrightson, the amazing artist, horror artist, the guy that created Swamp Thing. Mm -hmm. And um, among other that. things, he's a classic horror artist from the uh, 70s and 80s. And he did a graphic novel called Cycle of the Werewolves that came out in 83 as a limited edition, 85 as a trade paperback. It's never been published as a straight story. Well, they've just now, like a couple of days ago, re-released that new edition of the Cycle of the Werewolf because it was getting and hard to find and really expensive because it was so old. And it was four separate books before? No, it's, or one, no? Oh, it's, okay. it's a bunch of stories in a, in a single graphic oh, novel. And so it's just... the whole of the thing. Oh, but, and so and wait, Bernie, what... unfortunately, died a couple of years ago mourned to I'm this sorry. day I he also something. ended up doing the comic book adaptation of the stand mm -hmm. and uh, one of the books of the dark tower the wolves of kala and even did the cover of the 1997 tv guide when the stand came out as a tv series no way he did the TV guide cover oh my god that's awesome it was great. there's a new cover but it is out again now and this whole story may sound slightly familiar to you because this is a story on which Silver Bullet is based, which we will be doing soon. But, and I so, don't know anything about that either, but I'm very excited. Well, I just told you the, the basic story. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, I want to do it. And if you want to see tremendously good horror comic artwork, reminiscent of the UC Comics of the 50s. Again, if you were a big Swamp Thing fan, this yeah, is was. pure Swamp Thing. And Wait, it's available Swamp now. Thing was a comic? That's how it started. I didn't know. I only yeah. remember the Heller Locklear yeah, movie. Yeah, Ledwin and Bernie okay. Lightson, an incredible comic. <laughs> uh, and he really kind of redefined the short version is horror wasn't allowed in comics for a few decades right with the comics code authority and that kind of broke down in the late 70s early 80s and the first guy to step into that was bernie wrightson as the designer of a series of comics and he got together with a guy named len Wein and they created the character of swamp thing and he illustrated the first God, I don't know, years of it. And to find that I character. I didn't know that was the one, the first one. I didn't know yeah. that. I yeah, just remember. Yeah, that kind remember. of noseless, weird, green. Yeah. Dirt. Yeah, that's, that's Bernie Wrightson's design. Oh, wow. Design. Anyway, that's, it'll, it's available both new. in trade paperback and in digital form. So that's 
first thing on my little oh, weird and that's list. on our to-do list for the future as yeah, well yeah, for yeah. sure i should uh, actually get a copy of, yeah um, of cycle the werewolf and make you read it before we do oh my uh, god that would be so fun yeah, i love comics so next we haven't talked very much about mr mercedes no but we probably should okay uh quickly mr mercedes is the first book in a trilogy is pretty much straight, non-supernatural detective novel thrillers that King Stephen King doing ago. detective novels. I'm, it's very well written, but I, I just I know you haven't, you haven't. I just couldn't. Well, it came, eventually you will be. I, I have to. I have well, to. Well, and the thing is, there is a series adaptation of Mr. Mercedes out now, but the problem is that it was done by AT and T for their audience network. What? And yeah. There are actually two seasons of it. The third season starts in a couple of weeks. A trailer is out now, but almost nobody has seen it because unless you're an AT&T subscriber to Uverse or a DirecTV subscriber and you know about it, it's buried. No one even knows. That's that fucked up. It's really good too. I've seen well, the first no, no, season. What I'm seeing is like, it's something um, I would watch it and then be like, oh, I can be convinced to read it. Kind of like if yeah, Sleeping Beauties were made into something that, it, like the comic book version or whatever, I would. Or yeah, the, it's it's know. well made. The it, it the star of it. I had the, to read the, that twice. By the, the detective way. <laughs> is you know grizzled old guy who actually dies at the end of the trilogy because he's right. got sick the whole time. He's kind of like a Hieronymus Bosch character, but which, older and yeah. grosser. And, and he's and uh, grosser. Well, he is. So? He's, he's kind of he's totally out of shape and kind of given up on life at the beginning of the first book. He meets a woman who changes his life. She's more young and vivacious. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. And, and uh, it's played in the series by Brendan Gleeson, a really great British actor. He played Mad-Eye Moody in Harry Potter. He's a really great actor. Does a tremendously good job in this. And then his adversary is a crazy hacker kid who kills people and brags about oh, it. Oh, right. He does it. I and remember that. And that's played by Harry But Treadway. that's just for Mr. Mercedes, yes, not Mr. the Mercedes. other ones. Okay. Well, he, that character, both those characters continue to appear they in do. different forms. Um, a, a young actor named Harry Treadway plays the bad guy. He's just as good as Brendan Gleeson. It's a really good series. Unfortunately, hey. for whatever reason, it's buried on AT&T. You can only buy oh, the first season in DVD on Amazon. For about seventeen bucks, you can't stream it. You can't find it anywhere. I object. I know. Wait, I, wait. Let me hold my drinks. And, I object. I and, object. And season two is complete and has appeared on Directv and AT and T, but it's not even available for purchase right now. You can't get it legit. And in two weeks, season three starts. What the I fuck seen. are they thinking? I don't know. I really don't. So it is the hidden treasure down here. The so hidden it, treasure, it, hidden it, in a pile of shit. Well, Nobody yeah, wants to go digging for it. If you happen to be an AT and T or Direct who TV is? person, I, I mean, a few hundred thousand people, and that's it. Then you uh, can watch season three coming up. If you want to spend seventeen to twenty bucks on Amazon, you can buy season one and see this thing. But I just want to, it's is out it there. Worth it to even do that? I mean, man, Jesus. I just I wish. <laughs> You could download one episode and see if you like it or not. I love that you just called me man, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I wish that you could have a trailer. Uh, yeah, you I mean, know. trailers you can find, but... To, no, no, you know, no, I mean like f- a trailer episode. A like, go ahead, the first a teaser, thank you. Because you'll know by the end of the first episode if yeah. you like Gleason, if you like this story. If, if this like seems interesting, I mean, Nosferatu yeah. even is on, uh, you know, AMC before it has gone well, shutter. Well, it's like and, a lot know? of these guys that are doing stuff on cable, whether it's AMC or will allowed to be streamed on Amazon, Doctor Who too, where you can buy one episode for a buck ninety nine or two ninety nine, watch it and decide if you like it or not. Right. You don't have that option here. 
You either buy the whole damn oh, thing. Oh, no. Or skip it. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. They're locked it away. So you can't even just, for nope. two bucks, get one episode, nope. even if you... Not legit. Uh, not in a legit way. And that's how are we going to have to know, work really around awful. that? But yeah, so if how you have one ever? of those guys, oh. alert, season three is about to begin. Season one's for sale. Now, you and I have talked a lot about audiobooks and how good some of them are and how bad some uh-huh. of them are. Yes, uh, yes. Interesting thing happening. The Institute is King's new book. The one's It'll, coming up in September this fall, 10th. Right. Yeah, just in a couple of weeks. Oh, shit. And it's a, uh, yeah, really fall, soon. Right. And it's a story about one more, you know, kids with strange powers but now are being taken from their parents and put into an institute where they either succeed or die. Or it's, uh, we right. don't know a lot about it, but that's the deal. They've just recently announced the audiobook of that. And, and who's going to... Well, it's wait. somebody you may or may not know. Did you okay. ever watch uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the TV series? No. It's the best musical TV series ever done. Oh, yeah. Musical? You, you lost me right I know, there. Right there. Anything exactly musical, exactly. yeah. It's, it's really good. And one of the characters in it was a kind of falling apart bartender. They all sing. I mean, they sing numbers in this thing, but they're wonderfully so stupid numbers. So if I numbers. sing at work, am I a falling apart bartender? Yeah, no, you're not falling apart <laughs> nearly as much as this character was. But he's the, he's the <laughs> reluctant boyfriend of the crazy ex-girlfriend in this. Oh, and okay. he's excellent, but he's played by a guy, an actual Broadway star. Much, most of the people in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend are former or current Broadway stars. Oh. Who came and did a shtick here oh, and then that, went back. That's why they're so good with the vocals? Yeah, or? that's and they're brilliant singers, all of them, and dancers and all this. The guy it. that plays this character is a killer named, um, with this crazy name of Santino Fontana. He looks like a white, he looks like me. He looks like a longer version of me, a white, round-faced <laughs> kid. But his name is Santino Fontana. A great singer, great actor. He recently won a Tony for creating the role of Tootsie on Broadway. Oh, no shit. He's really good at this stuff. He He's must also be the because voice Tootsie's of the great. prince in Frozen. He's done some voice acting, too. According He's to my great. nephews, that is the greatest movie that they've ever heard. I know, and so, yeah. so I really like this guy. He did his last number when he left the series after the second season for good for plot reasons and his last number is a wonderful number called it was a shit show and it is the story of our lives i'm gonna find it it's on i mean not like me and you just like in general the human condition if you you can find it on youtube i'm gonna make you listen to it it is a wonderful thing santino is going to do the institute he's the voice of the audiobook for the institute no and We've had such good luck first with Michael C. Hall. Yes. And now with Steven Weber. Yeah, I never thought such... I'd say his name with any. I know. Like, so mm. these actors, turns out sometimes these actors can perform the books so beautifully. I have high hopes that Santino's version of the Institute, I may not read the book. I may go straight <laughs> to the audiobook, which will be released right. at the same time as the book itself on September 10th. Well, now that I'm a part of Audible. I'm so excited about that. I'm very excited. And talking about actors and all this stuff, too. The young actress who played Beverly Marsh in Chapter One, whose name is an equally weird name, uh, Sophia Lillis is her name. Okay. She was great. She also played a young Amy Adams in Sharp Objects. Oh, my God, you're right. She did. That's pretty much only two things she's done. Oh, my God. I'm a Jillian Flynn fan, so yeah. yeah. uh, Sophia Lillis um, is just been cast in a series, a coming-of-age series, called I Am Not Okay With This, which I believe will be on Netflix. I'm not clear. Which I believe is the title of my... What, your way of life? Biography. Your biography. There There we go. 
But it's being produced by the same team that did Stranger Things. So okay. it's good people that know Stephen this Stephen King Light. And listen <laughs> to this one-sentence description of the show. In this, Lilith's character, Sydney, will be a teenage girl with mysterious and potentially problematic telekinetic powers. Firestarter. Carrie. I've Carrie Firestarter. How many I mean, other ones like that? She's oh, just been I cast. I wonder what she looks like now. Um, I haven't looked her up since she's she like grown looks up. Pretty much like she did, though a little bit. I mean, she's more mature. She's a little bit yeah. But I think that was closer to Amy Adams or Jessica Chastain. Do you think more Amy Adams than Jessica okay, Chastain? Uh-huh. As it turns out, I can out. see that. And also, one of uh, another adaptation's been announced. One of King's lesser-known non-horror books, which I don't believe you've read. Probably not. Joyland. Which is about a teenager gets a job in a rundown carnival. That's the and, book you gave me. Yeah, I gave you the book. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. Oh my god, you gave so, that to me like oh my god, I'm I'm yeah, totally so I'm a total sinner. Uh, Just want to make a confession to everyone. Brad gave me that book like for Christmas. But the thing is, you <laughs> don't feel you tend to not like King's non horror stuff. And then I'll try it. Joyland was written as a paperback original. For the chick is cute on the cover, and yeah, she's, she's like in a carnival. Very, and carnivals are creepy, I yeah, like that. It's, it's, it's a pretty good book, but it's been optioned to be turned into it's a TV creepy. series called Freeform well, on the Freeform Network. Oh, we don't know much more about it than that, except that it's being produced by the guys that did Nightmares and Dreamscape, <gasps> so they know their stuff. They don't, oh, and, they and totally know their shit. Sorry, Freeform is a relatively <laughs> new network or uh, cable channel that's uh, grown out of an old one that was. Sort of good, but they've done some really interesting stuff. I'm so excited. Joyland, we're probably looking at at least a year or more on that. Uh, uh, that's fine. We got plenty it, of shit in the meantime. It goes into our list for oh. uh, yet another Stephen King adaptation. And, and this one is like Mr. Mercedes. It's nothing to do with horror supernatural. Oh, it's uh, it's straight thriller. Uh, but I, I'm okay with thriller. I liked Mr. Mercedes. Yeah. I just couldn't commit to the other two because I was like, I just need more horror in my life. More horrors. <laughs> Thank you for letting the ball drop when I say I need more horrors. Well, and you're just like, well, I'm not, am I going to make a tor- horrible joke about horrors? Okay. No, none of us will. Not here. Not when there's so many. We in the love room. horrors. It's like, <laughs> We've got them lined up around the block. Like so, to end this weird little potpourri this week, a nice little story that you probably kind of know about Stephen King in general. You know, he has a thing called Dollar Babies. Have you heard about Dollar Babies? I have not. A bunch of his short stories have never been optioned for film because he's written so damn many of them. He pulled a collection of those out and is not offering them for sale, except he will option them for one dollar uh-huh. to film students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. No, I've heard about the concept. I yeah, just and he's didn't done know. it a couple times, and he just did it again. He sold stationary bike. Oh no way! Yeah, to film students in Wales. That's in Just After Sunset. I think that's the, the only people that could do it. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and here's, here's the story that the Welsh students, actually their uh, advisor... Um, their advisor? Their advisor, prom- Kevin Phillips, in, in Wales, says, we pretty much emailed his secretary, Margaret, and she came back to us within 24 hours. Aww. And we told her what we wanted to do, uh, that it's not for profit, and that our students were going to be making it. And she sent us a contract uh, through, that was signed by Stephen King himself. <gasps> And um, I love it. Alfie a- Evans, 16, and Sarah's Cliff, 14, from Tredegar in Blamu Gwent, will spend the next couple of months working on the film script. And then filming is due to start around Christmas time. And their mentor, Mr. Phillips, will direct it. And there'll be local actors in it that'll be cast as the lead. 
good on you for all the pronunciation that you yeah, just did right now. Good. But that, well yeah. Spaced. But yeah. that's all because King created these little dollar babies and sold that, sold stationary bike to them for a buck. <laughs> anyway, that's the uh, mini episode for this time around. Oh my God. We'll I be doing it. this again in a week. Meanwhile, we'll be back on Monday with a yeah. full episode celebrating some damn thing or other in the Stephen <laughs> King multiverse. Uh, check our Instagram and Twitter to see what it is we'll be doing. We're doing a lot of fun stuff on Instagram these days. And a lot of interesting people hanging out there. That's oh, right. and I did have one other thing we really wanted to quick. I got a chance last night to go see an early screening of Ready or Not. Oh my God! No way! Yeah, I got last minute chance to go and I saw it. I at, was at, at I literally when we were um, loading up the uh, two alternate endings, Ready or Not, the trailer came out and yeah. I was going to ask you about that, but we were literally recording when yeah. that happened. I got a chance to see it. I love Samara or Samara. I don't know which way it's pronounced. Yeah, Samara and. Loved her it's in the babysitter. Yes, for good reason. Um, oh, good. Um, that makes me excited. She was great in The Babysitter. She was great in Mayhem. And this is another movie exactly. If you like either of those movies or if you like any of Stephen King's crazier shit, yes. you will like Samara Weaving and you will like Ready or Not. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. It's is it gory? gory? Oh, no. Totally I don't like gory. gory. I like horror. Well, I don't like gory. Not... Yeah, I think you'll be okay with this. Okay. I really do. Okay. I, it's that kind. It's It's... Not cartoony exactly, but it's not something. It's not torture porn. It's not torture porn. Okay, I don't like torture porn. I like revenge porn. I like things, different kinds of porn that I like when it comes to horror movies. But no, it is it is very blood splattery, but it's not torture porn. It's not that kind of thing. I think you'll actually like it, and she is tremendously. The the trailer is great. Yeah, yeah, the trailer only hints at how good this movie is. Really enjoy. Ooh, okay, I have to watch it now. So anyway. Ready or not. Now we can say, have a good week. We'll yeah. see you on Monday. We'll see you again next Friday. Love you, Brad. Let's go eat some food. Let's go eat some food and, and I'll tell you more about Ready or Not. Okay. Okay. Great. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>